I see corporate or people that work 40 hours a week, 30 hours a week, let's just say in an office job, in any type of job, and then they think that they can do the same thing and duplicate it. So they leave their career and then expect to give the same amount of energy, efficiency, hours into their new business. And let me tell you, it's going to be a lot more. So think, hmm, whatever I'm doing in my life right now, I'm going to double it. Welcome, girls, to the Get Up Girl podcast, where we are making you live your fullest and fun life. My name is Joanna Vargas, and every week I will pour into you with my stories, tools, and fun radical candor. I believe that when you ask better questions, up-level your habits, and get freaking real, you will have a happier life. If you're looking for more fun, more magic, and more joy, you're my girl. This one's for you. Are you ready? Let's create your dream life. Hello, girls. Welcome back to another episode of The Get Up Girl. Today is all about Kickoff Monday, a quickie to get you started on your business, to get you started on getting into your week. And I love these Monday shows because I'm going to try to make it as fast as I can. And I have five tips for you today. And it's all about mistakes to avoid when starting a business. If you already have a business, listen in because you might be changing, shifting, pivoting. And I want you to still think about these five mistakes to avoid when starting a business or like restarting a business. And look, I have had, I've been an entrepreneur for over 25 years. And even though you have or I have had the same business, let's say for eight, 10 years, um, it always feels like day one, at least for me and other entrepreneurs that I've talked to. It's never like, I got it. It's all done. No, we're always restarting. <laughs> so if you already have a business, listen in. It doesn't matter if you're starting from scratch. Let's jump right into it. Five mistakes to avoid when starting a business. Number one, this is one thing that I noticed when I have my clients and talking to other entrepreneurs in one mistake is they think that since they helped another business scale, meaning they worked for somebody else, that they could automatically do it for themselves. And I'm here to tell you that it's a completely different skill. And I think I'm pretty good, like I have a radar where I can meet somebody and know if they can survive or not as an entrepreneur, okay? And I've seen it many, many, I've been like correct nine out of 10 times where I'm like, mm, I don't think she's going to make it. I don't think he's going to make it. I really don't think that he has the chops to be an entrepreneur because it's completely different than building a business for somebody else. Because actually when you're the visionary, when you're the one gambling, when you're the one taking all the risk, but then there's the worker bee to help the visionary. Many times the worker bee thinks that they can be the queen bee easily because since they made the honey, well, then I could lead the other bees to make the honey. And it's not always like that. So know if it's in your blood. No, do you have the chops to be an entrepreneur? Because it takes some big balls in order to step out there and gamble every day. And it's scary. I mean, 
just yesterday, I met this gentleman and he said, why haven't you ever been married? You know, he was an older gentleman and he was so kind. And uh, what happened? You just haven't met Mr. Right? And I was thinking about it like, yeah, I could have been married 10 times over and over, but I did not want to settle for somebody that wanted to make me small and didn't understand entrepreneurship and didn't understand that, that sometimes I'm going to want to give up and I don't want you to let me give up. How many boyfriends have I had where I come home and I'm just like, oh, I hate the business and I want to give up. And they're like, well, give up. Why are you doing it? Why don't you just stop already? I don't want a man, a teammate that's going to tell me to give up. I want somebody that's like, baby, you got this. Yes, it sucks right now. Jump back in. The point I'm making is that being the worker bee and being the queen bee are totally different. And a lot of people look at the queen bee like she's not doing anything. She's sitting on her throne and chilling. But she's actually the one with the cajones, with the balls, with the determination. And Gary Vee says this, and I agree with him. He said, if you haven't been an entrepreneur yet, it's not in you. Meaning you are born an entrepreneur. Okay, now some people beg to differ. I totally agree. And, but I think most, most true entrepreneurs will never have worked in corporate, okay? There's accidental entrepreneurs, right? And then they can go learn. But for example, somebody as I, you could have never had me work for somebody. And I did. I had a bunch of jobs. But right out of like high school, I started my own businesses. I knew that I couldn't work for somebody in the long term. So that's mistake number one, thinking that since you help somebody else do it, now I can open my business and do the same thing. And I've seen many, many, many entrepreneurs fall on their face because it's a different skill. Second thing to avoid is spending too much money right away. I did this. I was 24 years old and I opened up my dance studio and I was green and I was new and I, you know, I'm like, yay. And I had so many telemarketers and so many salespeople and things of that nature calling me, trying to sell me their product. And I bought everything because I thought that was going to be the help that will get my business to the next level. That was going to scale my business. And oh, that's the biggest thing that I tell other entrepreneurs, like they'll call me, I have some friends and I'm like, Joanna, can I speak to you for about 10 minutes of, you know, I want to open this business. Can I just quote unquote, pick your brain? I'm like, sure. Okay, cool. You're my friend. I'm going to give you some of my time. And that's the first thing I always tell them. Don't spend all your money at once. Grow with the business. Have your money grow with it. Don't go and buy a big sign. Let's say you're going to have a brick and mortar. And the signs out in front, the LED signs, those are twenty, twenty-five thousand dollars. And that was the one thing that I learned was like, I am not going to buy a sign until I'm in business for two to three years. And I did that for both of my brick and mortars because I knew I'm like, you're going to put all this money into construction and signs and this and that. And then you might not even work. I mean, the business might not even work, right? What's the percentage? I forget, you know, that won't even hit five years in business. I think it's, oh man, it's changed though. It's like 10 to 20% won't make it to uh, past five years in business. Okay. So, and restaurants is like even smaller. There's a smaller percentage that will actually make it after five years. I'm getting a little tongue tied. So second mistake is spending too much money right away. Okay. But then here's a third mistake. Because my fourth mistake kind of contradicts number two, but we're going to go to number three. Number three is giving up too quickly. Look, 
It takes a while to become a master at something. It takes 10,000 hours to master something. That's five years of 40 hours a week. Think about the job where you are or the business that you have. It took you a long time to get a master at that. And right now I am learning podcasting. I am learning how to run an online business and I'm not a master yet. I'm like, I just started. I'm barely a baby. I'm like, I can't even talk yet. If you think about it, when a baby is born, they don't talk for how many months and then they don't walk and then they still have to be potty trained and then they're barely in kindergarten and five years old. I mean, think about all those things just as if somebody is born. It's the same thing with your business. And I see so many entrepreneurs give up so quickly. They literally think that I'm going to quit my job and I'm going to build this business quickly. And I know it sounds like such a cliche, but they still think it right. And like right now I just closed my fit factor, the brick and mortar, and I'm starting all over again. And I have so many entrepreneurs around me asking me like, are you okay? What are you doing? And I'm going, hello, I've built already a lot of businesses and give me a break. My baby is barely like three months old. My baby is three months old. And it's similar to them telling me, why isn't your baby in college yet? Why isn't she walking yet? I'm like, she's just three. She's barely like sleeping through the night. You get what I'm saying? So I see entrepreneurs give up too quickly and expecting it to grow quickly with the same amount of hours that they gave to their job. So let me explain. I see corporate or people that work 40 hours a week, 30 hours a week, let's just say in an office job, in any type of job, and then they think that they can do the same thing and duplicate it. So they leave their career and then expect to give the same amount of energy, efficiency, hours into their new business. And let me tell you, it's going to be a lot more. So think, hmm, whatever I'm doing in my life right now, I'm going to double it. Okay. This is 24 hours a day. Like you're thinking about it. It's almost like this. Compare it to babysitting a child and then actually having a child. Babysitting, you can send them off back to the parents. You could say, bye. You only see the child when they're with you. When you have an actual child and give birth or maybe just adopt, you are always that person's parent. Even if they're not with you, you're worrying about them. You're thinking about them. You're, you want to make sure that they've eaten. Uh, you know, did they brush their teeth? Do you get what I'm saying? The difference. So working for somebody else is like babysitting. Owning your own business is actually giving birth to a child or adopting and having that child live with you forever. And even when they go to college, they're still your child. Okay. That's number three. I see giving up too quickly and expecting it to be the same amount of effort. Okay. So it's going to be a lot different. Mistake number four I see is not investing in you. Look, I've talked to a lot of business clients and I see that they want to put all the money into the business. And I always think the latter put it into you because if you go into business with the same mindset that you had as an employee, it's not the same. They're completely different muscles. You have to create new muscles. It's like you've been doing abdominals your whole life and all of a sudden now you have to do squats and you're like, well, I'll figure it out. You got to invest in you. Are you listening to podcasts? Are you studying? Are you hiring a coach? 
it's scary to invest in you. And a lot of people think that in the investing is in outside sources. For example, investing in a sign, investing in marketing, investing in flyers, investing in social media ads, investing in mm, like software for their company. And that's great. But are you investing in you? Are you hanging around other entrepreneurs? Are you living that lifestyle? Uh, are you hiring a coach to help you? Do you have a mindset coach? Right? I mean, I have about five coaches. And I say about because sometimes, you know, I'll bring others in. They'll come in and out of my life. But I seriously have five. One like full time. One I meet every Monday. Another one I meet on other mindset workshops. But each coach I have specializes in something different in which I am weak and where I need help and assistance in order to get stronger and better. And this Joanna did not happen overnight. Like they say, Beyonce didn't happen overnight. Absolutely. It looks like an overnight success, yet it's many, many years, days, and minutes of working on me and working on you. So invest in you. Yes, it can be scary, but look, I see people invest or spend your point of view on college, $100,000, $200,000, half a million dollars on becoming a doctor. And yet to get a coach, I don't know, it could be $2,000 and people are like, ooh, $2,000. Are you serious? Are you serious right now? What is the difference? And to me, $2,000 for a coach is cheap compared to, you know, going to college. But again, it's what we were taught in this reality uh, college is, you know, better. We, we'll pay it off. But, oh, $2,000, that's a lot. Come on, change that frame of thinking. And again, it's that frame of thinking that you're probably going to fall on your face as an entrepreneur. I've seen it. And it's okay because right now, hashtag girl boss, hashtag, you know, mompreneur is all fun and sexy and all that. And look, to have a side hustle is totally different. I'm talking to people that actually want a business. Okay. Um, and again, not to impugn on people that have a side hustle and saying that that's not a business. That's not what I'm saying right now. I'm talking to the gals out there that want to be a CEO, like a real business owner and have a corporation and pay payroll taxes and things of that nature. Somebody that has a side hustle and they're just making cash on the side and making a couple things here and there. To me, that's not a business. Do you have a corporation? Do you do taxes? Do you have an accountant? Do, um, do you have payroll tax? Do you have employees? Do you have 1099? I mean, that to me is a CEO. That's a business owner. Okay. And there's nothing to impugn on the others. However, I want to be very clear because the hashtag girl boss and mompreneur and all this is getting very muddied and watered down. And now we don't know the difference. So uh, a lot of, I see women are like, yay, we have more women owning businesses. And I'm like, yeah, but we are bringing in the least amount of money in revenue while these men, I love you men are taking over. And it's because exactly that, because we're doing side hustles and side hustles are good. Again, please, this is not what I'm saying, but if you truly, truly, truly would like to have a quote unquote real business, this is what it's going to take. And the fifth mistake to avoid when starting a business is coming up with prices before you have a budget or test your products. 
Oh my gosh, I see this all the time. Also, in my business meetings, you know, with, um, and again, they're not business owners with my staff. They'll be like, Joanna, what do we charge for this? And I'm like, I don't know. You can't just ask me what to charge and I'm going to come up with this like miraculous number off the top of my head. I'm like, you got to give me time. I need to go do some research. I need to write a budget. I need to look at the P&L. Like if I do this, is there going to be a profit? Is there going to be a loss? Uh, what's the price for agenda? You know, sometimes to take a loss, but the price for agenda is to gather more emails or to gather more leads. Or we're like, no, the price for agenda is to make a profit. And I don't care if we have one client, but I want a profit. Or is the price for agenda, I want a hundred clients, but the profit is going to be lower. So I see a lot of people just come up with numbers. Like, I'm just going to charge this. And I'm like, where did you get this number? I don't know. It just sounded good. And, and Joe Blow down the street is charging the same. So I'm just going to charge that. What? You know, so um, really thinking about the numbers, doing your research, putting it out there and testing it. And it may flop. It may not work. And that goes back to number three is giving up too quickly. I see people, oh, that didn't work. And uh, people didn't like it. It's not that they didn't like it. Maybe something didn't work with it. And maybe the pricing was just kind of off or, or who knows what it was, right? And a lot of it is market research. Ask your clients what they want. If you go to my social media, I'm always asking like having a poll. What do you want? Tell me what you want. Even sidebar conversations all the time with my clients. What do you like? Okay, you like this. I'm listening to them. Oh, okay. I don't make the decisions. I want them to tell me what they want. And I pretty much have a great grasp of what they would like you know, for doing this for over 25 years. But at the beginning, don't come up with like made up numbers or like a made up product. And you don't even know yet if it's going to work or if it's going to test right. And the profit, oh my gosh, Marcus, um, I forget his last name is like, I don't even know how to pronounce his last name, but the profit television show with Marcus. And he says this all the time. Did we test it? If you watch Shark Tank, they're going to be like, have you sold this yet? We need to know that people want this. I'm just not going to give you money just because you think it's a good idea. I can think it's a dumb idea, but yet everybody loves it. For example, when Uber came out, people thought they were nuts. Like who the heck is going to get into a stranger's car? A lot of investors thought they were crazy, nuts, bad shit, like no way. And then they tested it and people were willing to get into a car. Why? Because it was fast and it was convenient. So rather than getting into a yellow taxi that took, I had to call 24 hours in advance, I'd rather get into a stranger's car and can have it in my in front of my house in five minutes. But they had to test it. You get what I'm saying? So let's review these top five mistakes to avoid when starting a business. First thing is thinking that you can do it yourself since you helped somebody else build the business. You might be able to, I don't know. Just know yourself, know your personality and be open to it being totally different than you working for somebody else. Mistake number two is spending too much money right away. Okay, grow with the business, let it grow that way. Mistake number three is giving up too quickly expecting it to grow like like having a baby in college right away. If you give birth, give it time to learn how to walk and talk and go to kindergarten. Mistake number four is not investing in you. Invest in you. You are the product. You are the brain. You got to now create a whole new muscle. 
And mistake number five is coming up with prices or products without testing the market, without having a budget or writing out a P&L and knowing what your profit's going to be and what your price for agenda is. Ooh, can you tell that I just get really fired up and I speak quickly? When I talk about business, I get like fired up. There's just fire in my pants. If this excited you and you would like to start a business or maybe you have a business that needs CPR, okay, especially in the pandemic, it's like, oh, my, my business is changing. It's growing. I feel lost. Like I said, most business owners, it's like day one all the time. We're always learning and growing. If you are, I am starting a small, intimate business coaching group for female entrepreneurs. And I don't want more than five to maybe 10. We're going to see, but I do want it very small. Mastermind coaching group. And this is going to be a test group. So with that, the price is going to be substantially less because... I am gifting you at a lower price because I want you to help me. Like I just said, mistake number five, I don't know yet what my business clients will want. I have coached here and there, but I have never coached a group. So with this group, it's going to be a beta. My ask for you is that you are going to help me create this coaching group. I'm going to coach you. And as we go, you're going to be giving me feedback so that when I launch my small group coaching in 2021, it will be the final product. If this intrigues you and you're interested, please text business, the word business to 323. 524-9857. One more time, just text the word business and you and I can go back and forth if you have any questions to 323-524-9857. This is to get on the VIP list so that you are the first ones to find out when it comes out because I'm only going to take five, no more than 10, but I really like a small group. Some things will be in person or they can also, they're also going to be online. If you are not in the Los Angeles area, that's okay. We will be doing the online thing as well, but I am an in-person type coach. So I have a really cool office. We can spread out and be safe that way and have a few in-person strategy days with the group. And then if not, you can zoom in. I look forward to working with you as you can tell and listen to my voice. I get so pumped up when it comes to business. It's so hard for me to go to any business because I want to go in there and just like help them. I just want to go, oh, like the other day, my nail girl, side note before this is over, my nail gal, the pandemic hit and she didn't have anything, meaning she didn't have an email list. She didn't have a text list. She didn't have social media. She had nothing. So she has no way right now to communicate with her customers to let them know that she's open. So she's really slow right now. And cause she's running her business like it's 2001. And I'm like, oh my, like old school, they would call and make an appointment and she writes it in a book. And I'm like, oh my God, that is so 1985. Like girl, it's 2020, almost 2021. You need an email list, social media, a text list. You need a podcast. You need videos. You need a YouTube channel, you know? And she's like, I know, but I'm only a nail artist. I get it. But that's what it takes now to own a business. Look at the pandemic. So she can't even talk to her customers. So I go in there and it's dead. Her salon is dead. Every time I've been in there, I'm the only person in there. Then you'll see another nail salon and they're hopping, they're jumping. And I bet you they have an email list or they have social media or they have something. They have all their clients 
phone numbers where they can call them and say, hey, we're open up now. So don't be a victim to that if you're going to start a business or if you have one and you're like, it's on life support and needs help, please text me business to 323-524-9857. I'd love to work with you. And remember, gals, I am so incredibly grateful for each and every one of you. Go off into this week and be the light that you are. And remember to get back up. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved this episode and know of another girl who can benefit from this message, please share it with your girlfriends and tag me on Instagram at Joanna Vargas Official. I love your DMs. Also, I would be honored if you'd take 30 seconds and give the Get Up Girl a five-star review. I appreciate and love you all. And remember, girl, to get up and live fully.